0: Hello, what's up? Ready to have a great time with La Mesita? Sit back, tune in, and enjoy. Is everyone enjoying themselves? Stick around for more wonderful and beautiful conversations, jams, and giggles with La Mesita. La Mesita is proud to have everyone tuned in to our magical frequency channel. Tune in to our amazing host and guest, and to our fabulous production team for our favorite knee-slapping, body-bouncing, spirit-shaking jams. Tune in to our lovely host and guest and our lovely production team. Stay tuned, and you might just like what you have blasted on your speakers.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another season of La Mesita. My name is Kayla. And me. Today we have a super special guest. Mr. Power, Toto Gonzalez, is a Latin Grammy-nominated producer and remixer born in the Caribbean city of Puerto La Cruz, Venezuela, based in Miami, Florida, for over 21 years. He is a music (laughs) connoisseur and researcher of percussive rhythms from around the world. Welcome to La Mesita, Mr. Power.
2: Hello, girls. How are you guys doing? <laughs> Thank you for the invitation.
0: How are you doing?
2: I'm doing good. Actually, you know, after uh, all this time at home, I'm, I'm getting very used to this type of conversation and, and being at home uh, as, as a touring DJ and, and, and musician. You know, traveling was a big part of, of my career and working Mm -hmm. eight hours and all that. Now I'm just fresh, relaxed with my coffee early in the morning doing interviews with with you and um, trying to find balance between all the madness that's going on in the world and the new evolution of of our civilization and how we actually gonna incorporate uh, technology which has been super fast during the last four or five months, integrating that with, with what we used to remember as the normal. Now it's a whole different story. How about you guys? How are you guys doing?
1: I'm doing well. Yeah. Trying to, um, I guess, deal with things being online and remote, especially with school.
2: Okay. H- has it been a challenge to, to do class like that?
1: A little bit because I'm not used to doing everything online. I like to be in person and engaging with other people, but yeah.
2: Great. So what are we talking about today? We're, we're,
0: we're, I don't think we're talking about anything specific. I just know that I hope you have a great time with us and right. that it will be fun. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> but um, how have you been maintaining positive energies throughout these days?
1: hmm
2: okay well basically staying calm staying in the center and being present it's a big part of the day i'm not gonna lie it's been challenging it's been an up and down situation where where i i find myself into uncertainty sometimes and especially in my career where music uh, and music business has been put aside for a long time. We still do not have a specific date when we're gonna get back to performing or being in the club and all that. So for me, yeah, reading is a big part of it, and and staying staying close to to my wife and and being able to uh, to talk about how we feel, what we're going through, how can we actually, you know, find a way to to stay positive, to stay happy. And that's that's a big part of, of what we do doing every Sunday, you know, just to do the, the live stream. It's it's a moment of, of happiness during the week because we we get to be spontaneous We're on camera, so we, we, yeah. we, our performance is actually just as it is. You know, it, it's a it's a pure expression of joy, the music, and with, with Claudia, you know, doing all the the toys and the performance that she's doing. She's going back to her childhood, playing with Barbies, with, with the chickens, and all this. doll and creating a whole different perspective. Of a, of a live stream, making it fun, making it um, live, and, and I'm not saying it's an easy task. You know, it takes a, it, it takes pretty much all uh, Sunday to produce, and um, we have people helping, and we've been doing this non for ev- every Sunday since March, late March when we started. So yes, we have thought about stopping doing it, and then get all this feedback from people saying, hey, we're here in uh, Spain looking at what you're doing. We're in Venezuela, we're in Colombia, we're in Chicago, in New York, LA. You're making our Sunday very special. We keep tuning in every Sunday. And then our spirit is like, okay, let's keep doing something positive that's making us happy and then we are actually asking for a feedback from the world from the universe and that's what we're getting through different um, comments and, and people interacting in the chat and that's that's pure joy and we're actually just having fun staying positive as you say
0: yeah. that's great please cool. So, jumping into a little bit of more juicier questions. um, When you were younger, what was your dream job? Like, did you expect to become Mr. Power? Or was it a bunch of different other jobs?
2: (laughs) I've been exposed to music all my life. And um, since I was very young, I I actually found... I, I come from a big family. We are six brothers. All male, and um, I'm number five. Gr- growing up in a in a big family, you know, everything tends to be equal, developed. Uh, you know, the food is everybody's the same thing. Everybody gets get dressed the same way and all that. But in my mind, I was different. I have imaginary friends, and I, you know, I used to play alone, even though I had a lot of people around. And I found a passion for music. I saw different sounds from from my older brothers that were listening to music, including like Pulling the Gang, Michael Jackson. My first tape was from Menudo. And I have another tape from Men at Work. That's another band from the early 80s. So I listened to all those tapes in my Sesame Street cassette player. And I grew up watching uh, TV and listening to, as I say, you know, there's, there's many music influence from my from my family, even though there's no other musicians in my family. But music was a big part of it. And I started, like, you know, the, from the Muppet shows, you know, the animal, the drummer. That was, like, my favorite character. So I wanted to play drums and saw something cool. And so I I, I remember building my, my first drum set from my mom's pots and pans. So I created all this, you know, drum set with with different things from the utensils from the kitchen. That that got me into trouble to be quite honest, because <laughs> I found many of the of the utensils and, and got me into trouble, real. But you know, I, I, that's that's my early uh, memory of 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 music, and then. Uh, I kept I kept listening to music and growing up, and then my my main music influence was rock. I was into rock, rock in en Espanol, um, English rock, and um, from those days, I, I I actually remember dreaming of becoming a rock star. You know, I wanted to be a a rock star. That's that's what brought me to the US. That's how I actually you know, dedicated myself to to make music, to learn an instrument while I was back in Venezuela, I have multiple rock bands over there and then here in the US also. I was actually very challenged to mm-hmm. fulfill my dream because my dad didn't believe in music. So he actually laughed about it he said are you going to make money as a musician you're going to starve so that was was a very um, challenging stage in my life growing up with that thought and then me being a rebel to actually prove that I was going to be able to become who I wanted to be and be able to 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 pay for everything that I needed and more. So yeah. I spent probably 15 years of my life, or maybe 20, trying to wow prove, trying to prove to my dad that I actually was right that I, passion, you know, that was very young, was true. And then after that. I say, you know what? I can't believe I spent so long trying to do something to my dad. You know, because even though I, I, I was successful in my in my career and and I actually have many achievements mm-hmm. with my life, you know, at some point I I moved from being a grown up to being a child again, and showing that to my dad. And if I didn't get the response that I wanted. That will hurt me like that. A lot, yeah. you know. So I later on in life I understood that you know that was not the point. He was trying to take care of me. He was trying to to encourage me to do something good in life. He had a very specific way of, of, of he has a, he had a clear picture of, of musicians, you know, from his friends being alcoholic. A drug addict, or you know, just people that didn't evolve well. That's that. That was his image in his, uh, mind. So he actually got scared that one of his kids would go into that route. But I proved him wrong. You know, I I, I actually study uh, graphic design. Oh, cool! I'm a graphic designer. I was an art director for many years, uh, doing magazines and doing uh, website design and I integrated that career with my passion with with music. So my my main drive to to become a designer was music. How can I use a, 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 a different skill that will support my music career? So I saw that for, for a band, you needed a CD cover, you needed a poster, you needed flyers, you needed a logo. And, and I saw that and I said, wow, that's exactly what I want to do. Because it's, it's very connected to music. And through the years, um, my graphic design career was always related to music. For, for the magazines I worked for, for the website. I worked with different magazines in Televisa. I worked uh, EdX Magazine, was the art director. Then I worked for MySpace, I the doing the inspection. <laughs> uh, then I worked for a huge uh, radio station network called Spanish Broadcasting System. I developed different apps like Musica, Atom, and all that. And, you know, while I was doing all this nine-to-five job, you know, I was going to the warehouse, conversing with the band, making music, recording, touring, and finding my way to actually stay true to my, my inspiration, which was music.
1: That's nice. It seems like you are very dedicated to all of this. So since we're on the topic of art and music, how did you come up with the name Mr. Power?
0: <laughs>
2: Mr. Power. I started as a, I'm a drummer for different bands, and then I became a DJ. Mm-hmm. Just to be able to pay for rent for the space where we were rehearsing. So I became a, a rock DJ. And as a create creator, you know, I have all these different words that come to my head and and growing up in in a Spanish-speaking country, and then moving to the U.S., yeah. you know, I got everything messed up. You know, the Spanish is very prominent. It's like the official language here in Miami. So I remember actually the, the the word power is phonetically in English, and then it's written in Spanish. Power. That's how how you will actually write that word if you don't know English, you know? And for me, that was the combination of my two nationalities, being American and being Venezuelan, living in a bicultural world, you know, bicultural music, food, anything. Anything that was related to that double nationality was present in, in the word power and power is a symbol of of being strong, being dedicated so I I switched from DJ power to Mr. Power when I became a senior producing my own music and then releasing my first album, that was the switch from being just DJ power to Mr. because I had some kind of uh, intention of, of growing as a musician from a different perspective because I was I was I I recorded many albums before Mr. Power as a drummer with a band being connected to different musicians and and being able to to create music as a as a group but then becoming a a producer a recording artist self-produced self-made it was it was a, a big challenge because as a drummer, I needed a bass player, I needed a guitar player, I needed a singer to put up a song. So switching to technology about 10, 15 years ago it was it was so it was so inspiring because all of a sudden I found doing drum patterns, recording my drums, and then being able to to record bassline bass line and sample a sound here and there, or play keyboard, do sound design. That was very mystical, very interesting, because I play every instrument by ear. So I'm a self-taught musician, and I really don't know the notes. I know the sound, the feeling that it creates in my, in my body and my soul. So I play connecting, you know, my ear to, to the source and finding different inspirations how to make music. So, all the different years that I lived in the U.S. and in Venezuela was part of that whole you know, inspiration that,
1: that created
2: a sound
1: well that's awesome so <laughs> since we're talking about that music what is your favorite music for cats and specifically do you play your music to your cats
2: oh yeah of course I have different you know music is something very uh, photographic that's the way I see it because it's there's no specific songs for cats but there, there are memories. So I remember my, my, my prior cat called Lucrecia. Lucrecia used to play her uh, Mike Snow. You know, that, that amazing album um, of Mike Snow. So she passed probably like five years ago. But every time I play that album... It reminds me you know of my my cat de and, and I get you know that feeling in, in my heart you know yeah. remembering but the, I get the same feeling when I played let's say uh, other type of music like soloda stereo Charlie Garcia and I remember living in Venezuela with my friends my high school friends and then there's music from the university that I heard there are songs that remind you a specific dance step so you, you get into that that mood and then you remember i have music that i play old records from from my mother so it reminds my mother my grandmother my father i'm a very photographic person connecting up with music because most of my music is instrumental so I talk to through a melody, and then I imagine where is it that I'm listening to this song. So I'm probably in the mountains or at the beach in the sunset. You know, it smells like this. So I connect different senses to music to create an environment that will ignite that experience to the listener without saying where you're at just, just through the music so I find that very
1: I love that that's very creative and artistic
2: cool so what's your favorite music
1: uh, I, I listen to a lot of uh, punk music
2: huh. yeah how about you Marilyn
0: for me it changes a lot <laughs> like um, I could say right now it could be a little bit of Spanish one well. If it's not that, it's like slow music. So I go from slow music to really hype music, and then I don't know. For me, it's just a big mess with music. Yeah. I have a lot of taste.
2: Very I mean. nice. I I like all kinds of music. You know, it's it's a, it's a learning experience, a dance experience. It's a it's a very uh, powerful way of of spending your day listening to music and then going to different moods. At this punk, I had my punk era, you know, very present when in my alternative, you know, I was a lot into Nirvana, Stone Temple (laughs) Pilots. That was as a drummer, that was a thing, you know.
1: Yeah. And
2: all all those bands, wonderful bands. Plus the other half in Spanish, you know, that gives you a a feeling of when you're, you're listening to music, and then slow music. You know, there's so many. You know, especially if you're if you're into um, electronic. You know, moods and 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 stuff like that is just a, a wonderful. I'm very connected to that type of music because most most of them are instrumental, or at least the artists that I like. They create a lot of of, of environment. In, in, related to, uh, to instrumental tracks.
1: We saw a post on social media about you grilling on the patio. What is your best song to grill this summer?
2: <laughs> I grill a lot. I used, I probably use my grill three times per week. I'm going to say Purple Disco Machine. It's my my playlist when I'm grilling. It makes me happy. Uh are you guys familiar with Purple Disco Machine? No, I'm not. Okay, well Disco Machine it's it's, it's a new artist. Well it's not that new but it, it's from Germany. And basically what it did was he resampled, recreated different songs from the disco era, from the seventies and eighties and created like a house version of different songs plus creating new songs so it gets into that party mode where you can actually you know be really sad or really confused and then you put purple disco machine and all of a sudden you're moving your body really having a good time you know you start looking at things like yeah the green green in the in the patio or, or you see a birds and all those different things just integrate that with with the experience I play all kinds of music to be quite honest you know I can't wake up you know thinking about salsa and playing salsa or I do a lot of music research when I listen to music Um, sometimes it might get a little boring because I I will listen to just a snippet of a song and then move to another one and another one and another So I can be very annoying when I'm not using <laughs> it. I'm just sound searching, song searching, and doing that, that part of, of, of the music research when I'm not creating <laughs> a But I listen to <laughs>
1: Yeah, I love music that could uh, change the environment and, like, it just changes your mood into a better mode. Well, um, thank you for being here. We're going to take a short music break.
2: Excellent. Thank you for the invitation. I really, really, really had a good time. You guys are great.
1: with Mr. Power from Miami, but well, let's get to the past. Okay, Mr. Power, if you could give your younger self advice right now, what would you tell him? <laughs>
2: wow, that's a deep question. Why would I sell my younger self an advice? Wow, that's that's a very deep question, girl. <laughs> so nice. Thank you for that. The advice I will give is is to be be free, to be free from your mind, from thoughts, from from things that were uh, pre-recorded in my brain through childhood, and uh, just just to be able to actually experience things instead of assuming how something will be, you know, that would be my, my biggest advice, is just not to assume, but to actually prove that something that you're thinking about is good, bad, right, wrong, or anything. But just go through the experience instead of just assuming that something's going to turn in a way or another. That would be yeah. my, my advice for Little Mr. Power.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was some good advice. Yeah. Um, is there a song that you know that represents you in life right now? And if
0: yes, which one? Mm.
2: My mind is so full of music that I, 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 I would not make justice speaking one song because it's more a, of a feeling, you know? I feel music and my main mission with music is to create joy, to create a nice experience. And what I've been doing is just researching different beats that will create a dance experience, a mood experience. So if you go to a party and you listen to Mr. Power, my mission is to make you feel nice. Yes, you want to be here, you want to listen to this, you want to see this live stream, you want to be part of that experience in a nice, stream. there's different ways of creating dance experience, naughty ways there's funky ways there's, you know, different type of fresh, of, of my choice is to create a joyful experience, an environment where I can interact with my crowd and create great memories of dance experience. that would be my favorite topic I can talk about forever if you guys want
1: I love that response <laughs> me too
0: um, outside of doing music what do you prefer to do in your free time?
1: my
2: free time? yes <laughs> Mm that would be a Pre-COVID or post-COVID
1: answer? Um. <laughs> I have a
2: lot of free time now. I love to be at home, to be quite honest. I love my house. I love my cat, my wife. You know, the patio. To be here, relaxing. That's that's very uh, energizing. Um... Very passionate about music, so I'm kind of thinking about music all the time, and uh, it's very hard to disconnect Mr. Power from Toto Gonzalez because somehow it's like the same person. But you know, I like cooking. That's that's a big part of my life. I love cooking. That will be my. My second biggest passion, you know. I want to be chef and I create all kinds of different, you know, plates that are amazing. And, and as music, as a self-taught musician, I'm a self-taught chef also. So I can do sushi, I can do Spanish food, Mexican, Hindu, Thai, and it's just all by taste. So I, I found... To, to uh, what's the word? To, I actually can see, hear, and feel ingredients when I cook or when I taste something amazing. Immediately I can identify oh, cilantro, basil, cumin, um, fish sauce. I can See that in my mind, and then I will have the challenge to go deep and recreate that dish at home. So I don't, I don't, I don't have a a limitation when I taste something that is good that I like. Like yesterday, I had you know uh, hummus and falafel, very nice experience. So my challenge for this week is to make the An idea would research a little bit more about it and then I would I would recreate that. I I love doing that and doing this this free time that I've had, you know, I actually develop a a taste for for baking. I think doing that's what my wife said, amazing cake, like the best cake that I, I've baked. And uh, the biggest challenge of that is that she, she has to be gluten-free. Mm-hmm. So I have to come up with a recipe that she will be able to enjoy and it will, it will, it will make her feel good. So for me, that's caring, that's, that's loving, that's that's expressing also through a passion that I have, which is cooking.
1: I love the symbolization you made between music and cooking. That's I very really similar, like that. Very similar. Yeah. So related to your music, since we're talking about numerous skills and things, what are your a few of your skills or artistic habits that you're working on to polish up your work, if you have any?
2: I do a lot of listening. Um, my 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 ritual would be that, you know, since I'm a drummer, percussionist, ironically, sometimes I would start with the melody, let's say with the bass line or the keys, uh, or doing sound search for different uh, layers of, of keys, and then go to the easy part that will be the, the drumming. Uh, since I come from a band I tend to overdo a lot of different layers. So, three, four, five keyboards, percussion here, there, three different set of drums, three sounds of bass, and then once I come up with this explosion of sound, something that's sounding amazing, very saturated. My biggest challenge is to start bringing into the simple. So I need to step back a little bit, listen to what I'm creating, and then thinking, okay, what about if I start reducing? Because, as the same as in many other careers, you know, sometimes less is more. So when I create a, a, a clear sound wave, you will be able to listen more of the vocals, or more of the of the drums, of the bassline. Instead of putting all these different things that it doesn't mean that are not necessary or amazing, but sometimes there's different moments in a song when to to create all that goes up and down, where you can actually project, reflect different, different part of the, the experience. But as a whole, you know, I probably start putting everything together in the same spot. Like the verses, the chorus, the intro, everything comes from that big ball of sound. And then I, I'll start, okay, this, this sounds like a intro, I will create this, I will turn off the bass line in this part, I will create a, uh, a percussion solo here, and then create all this rotendo with the keyboards in that area, and then BOOM! There's a song. Yeah, very
1: strategic.
2: Well, I don't know. I don't know if it's strategic or not. It's just, it's just been working for me. And uh, another ritual I have is actually when I start a song, I have to finish that song in the same day. And finishing means to be able to download the whole idea for the song. Because mm-hmm. if I don't do that, if I go halfway with, with a song, and then I come back next day, it will be a whole different song. So I can actually create all this ball of sound... And make it a song, and then you know I can call it a day, and then come come back tomorrow and step back and listen and start curating all that that I created. But that whole thing, it's a song. So if I, I found that that when I create things that I need to to stop it at a certain point, it will become a different song. Not in a bad way. Just in a different way. But, you know, my belief is that when when something is coming as a a creation of sound, I need to do it all the way to the end. So it rounds the whole experience. It doesn't take long, though. It's not like like 24 hours doing the same sound, it's it's more like, like a block of four or five hours working on the song.
0: Okay, so let's talk a little bit um before COVID. Um you were this huge festival called E D C right?
2: Yes, Mexico City.
0: How was it um how was it and how like um how important is this festival?
2: Let's say before COVID that was That was like my biggest music festival that I play at. They were 90,000 people.
1: Wow. 200,000
2: for the three days in the festival. And then 90,000 average per day. Huge stage, massive amount of people, um, an incredible crowd, you know, Mexicans are very supportive for music, for for experiences. I curated my set like never before, I created different matchups, different remixes, and I actually experienced being nervous before my my set. Something that I. I stopped feeling probably like five, six years ago. I played big stages, very important, uh, festivals, concerts and for very important people. But I was very relaxed most of the time, but so for some reason in Mexico City, I got really nervous about it. And I, I, I actually made my team Feel nervous about it too. So everybody was panicking and going crazy, trying to to cheer me up and relax me. And so, but everybody was in the same uh, situation, feeling nervous. Uh, and and for me, that was was a sign that, oh my god, I'm alive. I'm feeling this again. I'm actually very excited, nervous, and, and committed to projecting my music to to a, a new crowd, a bigger crowd. And that was just the, the the music part of it. We had a hell of a time in Mexico City, you know, doing taco tours and and trying the best food and and enjoying the the whole city. It's it's just a, an amazing, an amazing country. It was it was very 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 nice, and I would say that it has been the best festival I play at. So far, I was very excited for everything that was that was going to happen after playing that festival. Then ooh, we got shut down. Mm. So, so That that whole experience of playing at BBC stay here, stay in my heart. And I'm sure it's going to project whenever we're going back to the music festivals, to perform.
1: That's interesting that you mentioned about your other past performances, how you were never really nervous. And is it because you performed to thousands of people? And like, did you feel different intensive energies or?
2: Um, I play. I played for a lot of people. Yeah, thousands, thousands of people. And and as I said, very very stressful um, performances, like uh, playing playing the actual Latin Grammy Awards. I'm in charge of of playing the music during the, the awards, the pre telecast. So you cannot mess up right there. You gotta be sharp, right, and very. Have a prompter, and I have my headphones, and I have lights, cameras, everything going on. The award goes to blah blah blah. Huh, play the music, stop the music at the right moment. So I create that. I curate the whole playlist for for that experience. They're very stressful. I got really nervous the first year, but uh, last year was my third year doing it, and it was just very cool. I, I enjoyed the whole experience, and and, and it's very. Uh, emotional because you see a lot of your colleagues you know going to, to a state to receive an award that that would change
1: their life.
2: Even all the nominations change their life. And um, but let's say I'm doing a DJ set in a festival or going to play in different cities. I find myself just trusting. I trust my music, my music taste and my my abilities to perform. So I don't necessarily create playlists or prepare too much before a a show because I actually want to be surprised as well as the crowd. So I want to be surprised how my man my mind reacts to, to a crowd in Chicago and if I throw a, a very old school cumbia, how will people react? I tend to to analyze my my crowd a lot what do they dance to how do they dance to so i start identifying different nationalities music taste and all that so it's not i don't dj like just in that laptop connected to the laptop i dj you know connecting to the souls of all the the people that are part of the experience so it's, it's an exchange of energy and, and what I'm giving to them is joy for music. They give me that back to me, so we spend the whole four hours you a know, joyful dance kids. That's awesome. Um, what is your favorite um,
1: gadgets of
0: 2020 and why? What is one of your favorite gadgets?
2: My favorite gadgets? Um huh. I would say anything related to live streaming um since the pandemic started we my wife and I we rush ourselves into an express learning on how to live stream and how to be professionally broadcasting in a way that doesn't become boring so we i would say that our, our favorite gadget this time will be the the black magic Atem pro that's a device where you can connect four different hdmi cameras and run it like mr charlie is doing right here with obs hey. <laughs> to create different layers and then once you're in that world everything it's about hacking the system how would you bring videos into the HDMI and and protect that and start playing with green screen or over layers doing transparency on top of your videos we try anything everything everything in the mother and now we, we are starting to feel comfortable what, about the way that we're actually producing the Powerful Sundays, and finding the right cameras, finding the right uh, lighting, and, and but at the end of the day, it's all about the performance and the music. So one thing that changed during the pandemic was me, being able to use the microphone. I have always been a silent DJ that speaks to music. Always. I'm, I'm not sure how I'm going to be uh, when I go back to the clubs, if I'm going to be one of those DJs,
1: raise your hand, kind of thing. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs>
2: I hope not, but I definitely found my voice during this pandemic and how to communicate in, and be clear and be able to, uh, to, to feel um, true. You know, people like to know about the person that's communicating, how they live. I mean, you girls have mentioned different aspects of of the live stream, like the barbecue, you guys are are looking that into that. So you search that Mr. Power like, likes lets to cook. You find the design aspect. You find the different elements of the toys and all that childish environments. I explained why why we we do it that way. So it's interesting that during this pandemic, I I found a little more liberated on how to to express um, through social media different aspects of my life without being slave on how I compete it. You know, like I'm, I'm not brushing my teeth and doing a live stream or <laughs> taking pictures of every food that I cook. Good. But I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm trying to, to be more Accessible, more human, through uh, through the, the the social media, and, uh, and still be a regular person and an artist. So I find very interesting that not not only to me, I've seen it in many artists that you know during this pandemic that they've been showing the the realness of of being a. Uh, Person like you, like me, like Charlie, like anybody, you know, in the world, everybody goes through problems, through different kind of depression, to different type of anxiety attacks, happiness, to different different parts. So to show that you're vulnerable, also, it's it's a good thing that people relate to that. You know, we are we are in this together. So it's nice to. To see, it's not nice to see people in the same situation that you are, but it, it's, it's nice to relate to different situations that people might be going through and be able to find hope and find answers and how to move on.
1: We really love your energy at your streamings and the art installation of Claudia Calle. Who is this super productora?
2: Claudia Kai is my wife. She's an amazing creator, artist, illustrator, photographer, videographer, just a happy, fun person that loves to create um, through, through art, through, through energy. and, and uh, La Producción Millonaria, The Millionaire Production, it's a, it's a name that I actually started, you know, announcing from, from that spontaneous Mr. Power in the mic. And uh, I will say this it's just refreshing. It's very inspiring. You know, most of the energy from the live streams comes from that interaction and that um, um, freedom of expressing and creating different things with elements that, to be quite honest, all the props that you see in that production are homemade. That are things that we find here Because during the start of the of the lockdown we didn't find many things. So we had to work with her cameras and do a live stream in the best way we can. And uh, the elements that, that, that you see there like the mop, like Lola let me show it to you. <laughs> this is my friend Lola <laughs> <laughs> She started evolving through the <laughs> through the, the months, and it's uh, just a, a creative way of creating human interaction when social distancing is a thing. Um, and then we have uh, different characters like the chickens. I don't know if you you've seen that. Let, let me go for let me go and find the, the different <laughs> <laughs> so you see this these these are donations that come from from our neighbors. We don't have kids, we have cats, but you know our next door neighbor she has she had an, a a big box of, of old dolls, So we brought that into the set. Um these are the chickens and
1: oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> these chickens
2: I actually bought them long time ago because I wanted to create a sample with uh with the sound of the rubber chicken and then I have this in my studio and I brought it home. And they became celebrities. Now you see them dancing.
1: Yes. Breaking
2: the <laughs> Just fun. I'm a big toy collector. So many of this.
1: Book, I love that one.
2: These little gadgets. Come from, <laughs> from my studio. What else we have here? Just a hand. So when we, we put our hands in the air we just bring this to the camera and make interaction, But it's just a broken hand. From <laughs> all kinds of different props to make to make fun of it. So uh, I don't know what else we have here. We just play with different elements and, and that might, that's the whole Claudia Calle Producción Millonaria thing. You know, it's it's very beautiful. What she have done, making um, the crowd into, into a whole different activity. It's just not technology. I mean, I, I talk about the gadgets and the cameras and the quality and the delay and the sound and blah, blah, blah and all that. But at the end of the day, it's about the human connection, you know, because anybody can come up with different dolls and do so. Some- I don't feel it when, when I'm actually DJ and I see Claudia performing in camera with this, this magic, like, wow, how, how do you actually bring your personality to a doll, make it dance, make it fun, and you do a, a look at the camera and you make a, you know, a close connection, you know, with a, with a person. Through, uh,
1: Bringing uh, life.
2: Yeah. <laughs> very, very cool. Very interesting. I sometimes find yeah. myself like in the Muppet show. Like all these different characters creating, that whole experience. You know, it's, it goes back to childhood. The Muppets, Sesame Street, Barney, and all these different weird uh, childhood you know, sets. It's it's very cool. I love it. Yeah, but yeah.
1: Because <laughs> different characters have life and different personalities. <laughs> yeah, and, and I and I
2: have different type of of fans. You know, there's 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 a lot of families that I, I got message from different families connecting with the kids, the baby, you know, grandma, having fun looking at it. Because at the end of the day, we're not we're not doing a. Um, a show that is, is just for child. We're doing a childish performance, which is a whole different thing. A childish performance is a connection with your inner child in whatever age you are in. So I've seen kids... Two years old, dancing in front of the TV. I see grandma, you know, connecting to their inner child, looking at the whole experience. So for me, that's the beauty of of, of doing a show like
1: that. And, and
2: you see this guy. That's a Mr. Power guy.
1: That's awesome. I love that.
2: So this represents the little, the little me inside. So this is the the uh, inner child connection that I have in my character, the colorful, playful thing, you know, all the different elements, the goofiness, it's going back to my, my childhood and connecting to, to that part of me, which I discovered not too long ago, to be quite honest, because I spent a lot of time trying to be an adult. Yeah. And to be actually serious about dress formal, you know, a lot of black powder when I was into rock. So I find out all these elements, <laughs> they all add up to connecting with my childish experience in life and remind me many times not to be so serious about life because it's very fragile so we better enjoy it every moment and it's just a constant reminder constant reminder that I need to be connected to the present to the joyful to you know be grateful about a day breathing being healthy having food in my table having my wife here Laughing and laughing and laughing more, it's just a reminder. So that will be the, the whole electropical sound and, and colorful experience.
1: Okay, that's- well, thank you, Mr. Power, for this awesome chat with you. And if people want to check your music, where can we find it?
2: They can find me anywhere, you know, it's Mr. Power that's M R P A U E R. I mean. Amazon Music, Spotify, Pandora, um, SoundCloud, MixCloud, YouTube, Instagram, Reels. I just did my first Reels yesterday. Uh, TikTok. Anyway. (laughs) That's great. Yay. Yeah. So um, thank you for your time. And I really enjoyed this interview. It's very nice to have a... Um, a perspective from from people like you that are, are younger than me and can ask some of the deepest questions that have been asked during my career, to be quite honest. Beautiful interview.
1: Thank you. It was nice talking to you.
2: I send my love to you and thank you for making this space happen.
0: Thank you. It was a pleasure. <laughs> yeah. with us and tuning in to la misita we're always featuring new jams wonderful artists and beautiful moments catch la misita saturdays on 105.5 fm wlpn lp lumpen radio chicago for more information you can check out your locale on soundcloud youtube and instagram